Hey everybody, welcome to the Spin Doctrines Podcast, the podcast about propaganda and the people who peddle it. I'm Travis, fully vaccinated Reyes. I'm Kenny, also fully vaccinated Van. No, no, come up with a new introduction. You can't oh, steal my introduction, <laughs> piece of shit. Okay, uh, I'm Amador Salazar. I have gotten my third vaccine. Whoa. That means you have COVID now. Once you get vaxxed a third time, it starts the cycle over again, and now you have COVID. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Look, this is, this is how we live now. Look, either COVID's going to kill us all or cancel culture is going to kill us all. It's one of those two things. If cancel culture keeps going, then white men aren't going to be able to talk anymore. You know who said that? Joseph Mengele Rogan said that. Heard of him? <laughs> is that a real middle name? Is this, is this real name Joseph Mengele? No. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I don't know him that way. Like, teach me about Joe Rogan. I don't know what his middle name is. Let me look up his middle name. <laughs> no, don't do it. Robinette. <laughs> Joseph Robinette. <laughs> Joseph Robinette Rogan? Oh yep. my god. Joseph Roganette Biden. Yeah, just oh. fucking. It's Joseph James. Joseph James Rogan. Mm. Okay. I like I mine better. the same name twice. <laughs> Joe James? Yeah, it's just <laughs> like, those, those shouldn't be different names. Yeah, like, yeah. You're right. They're both like boring white guy names. Yeah, Joseph, James, John, it's all the same. That's how this podcast stands. Just clump all the <laughs> J names together. Javier, Joaquin, Joaquin Rogan. Um, yeah, but uh, Joe Rogan said, uh, cancel culture, man. It's going to lead to white men not being able to talk. Kind of like a reverse handmaiden's tale. You know what I mean? Where the oppressed uh, party is the white man. Yeah, I don't know. He got a headline out of saying that. So, <laughs> jokes on you, Joe. Uh, you were the opposite of yeah, the opposite of silence. Also, he's getting paid a hundred million dollars to have like a mediocre podcast. <laughs> so it's kind of uh, like it's, it's weird it's, for you to be like the join just silence me, bro. It's like they're. Doing, they're actively doing things to like amplify your voice. <laughs> Every step of the way, they're doing the opposite of silencing you. Pretty cool. Um, so was this in response to the uh, Tony Hinchcliffe thing? Uh, that's think, a good question. I don't know. It must have been. <laughs> Maybe yeah, he was talking right. about Benjamin uh, Netanyahu. Maybe he was like, they're trying to cancel Benji. Man, they're not gonna let white men be able to talk anymore if you can't like bomb Palestine. The fuck, dude. Benjamin Netanyahu, cancel cultures run amok. <laughs> we should uh, we should probably talk about the t- Hitchcliff thing, even though it's a week old at this point, right? We should probably. Yeah, I mean, we've this is kind of one of our beats, right? We yeah. talk about this quite a bit. Oh, talk about how funny and good comedy is. Yeah, we no, we're just we just review Kill Tony, the Kill Tony podcast. That's, yeah, we're uh, that's what we do on this show. We're like we the review, Talking Dead for Kill Tony. Yeah, we're like Tony Talking Tony. 
Tony had this guy in a wheelchair go on stage and he called up like a retarded Jew and then like, you know, it made like one of the impractical jokers and Dom Herrera. <laughs> Those guys laughed at it. Four out of four. Top episode. Isn't that what that <laughs> podcast is? It's just him like inviting like mentally unstable people on stage and comics. And being like, you suck shit, I hate you, you should die. And then people are like, you're so good at roasting people. I don't know. Kenny, do you know anything about that I, podcast? I, I don't know anything about it, so. I I don't, no. I, <laughs> I know that they hold a good comedy show and, like, open so, micers go up. Right, so I know someone, like, explained, them. like, the premise of it to me when it was like in town and it was like do you want to go and I was like that literally sounds like my nightmare I think you get like one minute to do comedy and then there's like three quote unquote famous comics on stage and they just like bully you for bombing <laughs> like that's a nightmare why would you sign up to do that but people do it and it's wildly successful his podcast um and the host of it, Tony Hitchcliffe, uh, came one on stage and the Vulcan Gas Company here in Austin, Texas, where I live, and said a bunch of racial slurs about his opener. Anything you guys want to add to that? <laughs> I mean, that's uh, pretty much what happened. I mean, you know, there's like a perspective within comedy that talks about like, oh, you know, you need to be like, nice to the person that you know decided to have you on as a feature you know whatever so here's like a thing kind of like this social understanding i feel like sure here's like the thing i was like thinking about when people were saying that whole thing uh where it's like oh you gotta be like grateful to him because he like put you on the show there's also like a rule in comedy like take out that he said something like racist you're not supposed to shit on the person before you. Yeah. You're not supposed to shit on the host. We've all been there. Amador, you were there one time when some shitty hack idiot just like went up before me and just mentioned my tattoos before he went solving. <laughs> he like mentioned my tattoos to do this like shitty bit about like tattoos don't look tough anymore. What happened to all like tough tattoo guys? Like this hack like Tim <laughs> Allen bit like or like a Corolla bit. Oh, nice. <laughs> Adam Carolla is, he had a man show. Yeah. But then this, Amador, you were there, and he got off stage, <laughs> and it didn't go well, and he got off stage and was like, sorry, I had to do that to you. And I was like, you didn't have to do it. These people don't know me. You just shit on me. And then they go up, and then, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was weird. Remember me, the guy that the dude referenced before? <laughs> So I feel especially every like thing I've heard too is that obviously it's not okay if the host bombed, but from everything I hear, he did well. <laughs> yeah. So it's even weirder that from that perspective. Well, that's what it seems like too. If you like take out again, because the point people are making or the point they're trying to make the idiot comics is like comics stick together and dude, it's just jokes. And it's like, okay, we'll comics... take out take out the racism part. He still went up and just tried to trash this fucking... He tried to trash the comic before him. That's not sticking together. A guy killed, and then you went up and you tried to, like, discredit him. And, like, turn the audience against him so you could go up and do your jokes. Very weird. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I I don't buy that argument, especially when like you could fairly classify what he did as a joke. <laughs> and when you just like get up and like yell racial slurs. Well, who was it? Famous? I, oh, go ahead. I just saying that. That's, that's yeah. Usually, like, there's a structure to a joke. You don't just get up. Well, there um, scream. famously cool, normal, not racist, uh, not a bully. Ari Shafir came to the defense of uh, Tony Hitchcliffe. You guys heard of Ari Shafir, right? Famous nicest man in comedy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's seems like the a guy who's cool like very guy. respectable to Hall of Famer Kobe Bryant. That guy. You know, the yeah. guy the guy who did that hilarious prank where he um, pulled up to, like, a hardware store and told a bunch of day laborers he had work for them and then uh, took them by uh, immigration. You know, that funny prank to do to people. That guy. He came to the defense of uh, Tony and released the full set. It was the opener. What's his name? Pang? I don't want to get his name wrong. Yeah, I think it was Pang Dang. Yeah, so he released his set and then Tony's set. And Pang did good. He did like he did good. The audience yeah. liked him. Tony comes out and he does his like racist like whatever. Um and Open then he's it. like, Everyone in Austin's two PC. Can you believe the traffic here? <laughs> he's just doing like and they're like, see, he was just warming up. He's going off what Pang did, and Pang did jokes about how he's Asian. So Tony just did the same thing. What about Peng's racist jokes? It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, and it's very funny. Cause Ari was like, yeah, this other guy did like stereotypic, like first year open mic level shit. And then Tony comes out and he's just like, Austin, you're too liberal. And like, well, look at all your traffic. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Now, full disclosure, I haven't seen the full set, but does Pang at any time like go on a rant about how he's disgusted by Asian people? No, he's mostly like, I'm Asian. And these oh, are like okay. the so issues of me on. being an Asian. And then Tony's like, oh, he did that, so I'm going to like do slurs at him. Yeah, so that's like the thing. is like There is a logic to Tony Hinchcliffe's response, but like... It doesn't mean that it's, you know, funny or good things to say out loud. Right. Like, There's a logic, but it's the dumb person logic yeah. where it's like, he said this thing, so why can't I say this thing? It's like, I don't know, because yeah. you, you look like the goosebumps ventriloquist, dude. That's why you can't say that. <laughs> also, every, every person that I've known that's like had that logic of like some shitty comedian who's like, oh, I can say the N word, I can do this. It's just a joke. Like, down the line at some point, they reveal themselves to actually be really racist. Yeah, remember that one guy who was, like, famous for doing that that we know? Who wore no sleeves? His name was Anthony Trino. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, one time at an open mic, he was... Is that guy famous? Is he famous? He's famous to us. <laughs> Why is he... Oh, well, I mean, he's, like, a, a local legend, right? But, like, is he, like, a... Like, everybody knows who he is? Everyone knows, Everybody like, on this podcast knows yeah. Who I am. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I don't know anyone listening to this. Just check out his uh, Facebook feed, and uh, I mean, you'll you'll respect what he does. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, remember, he was like outside, LOL, and just like 
trying to convince people that like we should do eugenics. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they can't even realize he was doing it. It's just like, oh, all these people like I'm like I'm like doing some like George Carlin thing. Where I'm like speaking truth to power. It's like Okay, but George Carlin didn't also like hang out with comics on like the patio or the green room. He's like, you know, it would be cool if we like fucking did eugenics on people. <laughs> so he yeah. probably said that like in a bit, probably. Right, but these but, people that like admire yeah. these people that are like, all oh, these people that are like, dude, I love Patrice, I love Carlin, I love Hicks, I love it's like, dude, you don't understand that these people were like not serious. Patrice probably was the most serious, but Patrice also was, like, very, like, a thoughtful guy. Have you seen the documentary about him? I still haven't seen it. I need to see it. So they talk a lot about, like, his process. Now he's, like, a very, like, thoughtful dude. And I feel like a lot of people, like, try to emulate that. And Patrice, like, Patrice, I think Patrice is, like, very funny. I think he's, like, probably one of the greats. I don't agree with every, like, conclusion he gave to came to sure yeah. but i feel like he like thought about it yeah and i feel like a lot of pe- people like try to do what he did which is like i'm gonna be contrarian or i'm gonna start from <laughs> i'm gonna start from a contrarian place and work myself backwards kind of the thing that like burke kind of, bill burr kind of does that but a lot of these people like sure. don't put in the work so where the joke ends is like i don't know maybe cops aren't that bad I don't know, maybe white people can't say the Edward. Like, they don't, like, they don't finish the process. And I, I don't know. And I feel like that's a kind of comedian that's, like, excusing this kind of thing where they're just like, he was doing satire. It was obviously a bit. It's like, was it, though? Like, what there was, like, satirical. Yeah. I think it's a weird situation. It's like that weird thing about comedy i definitely don't like where it's like you have to like there's this idea that you have to pay your dues and that there's established figures and those people get like their asses kissed and it's like a whole power structure and hierarchy that just should not exist at all in comedy like it's a den of tony hinchcliffe is not that funny he (laughs) he's he's successful because of the people around him that are successful right why is no it, and it has nothing to do with him being a comic, because if it was had to do with him being a comic, well, what the fuck? Pang's a comic, too, so why isn't... <laughs> yeah, And like what I... you said, or like other comics have been reaching out to him and shit, but it's like, <laughs> no. Well, the yeah, other but... comics that have been reaching out to him are like a very specific kind of comic that are also like doing that stuff and are like known for just being like shitty assholes to people. So it's kind of like, I think it's less of like a solidarity with, you know, comics and more of like, fuck, if this guy gets canceled, like I'm next. Because I just like make people cry at open mics because I think I'm like a big deal. You know what I mean? Like the solidarity is all just like a shallow thing. It's not based on anything. It's not based off like some like brotherhood of like laughter. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> a union of stand-up comedians. Yeah, it's just it's like, oh, you're... <laughs> a union of stand-up comedians. You'd never see that happen. The whole thing is like... Well, they tried in like the I 70s. Know. I want to do an episode on that, actually, at we some point. Should. The comedy store unionizing. And uh, Tim Allen being like, 
They were ungrateful they did that. I was a scab and look at me. <laughs> I'm Buzz Lightyear now. It's like, okay. <laughs> you it's still like, suck, you? though. <laughs> You're still, like, really yeah. shitty. By the way, you know his sitcom has been running for, like, 13 years? Because, <laughs> like, what's it called? Like, Last Man at Home or something? He's, he's still got it. It's been running for fucking... Th- I don't know anyone who's seen any episodes of it. It's just been on TV for 13 years. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Scam being a scam pays, I guess. But for most people, it doesn't. You know, like yeah, most you... people that go to open mics, like none of them. You know, hardly anyone makes it in comedy, and even people that like you know are respected, they don't necessarily have like like money. Yeah. It's all, <laughs> you know, there's like cred or whatever like built into the whole thing too. I don't know. Right, which is uh, why I don't get, like, why kiss ass? Like, why kiss Tony Hinchcliffe's fucking ass or defend him or, like, <laughs> defend his honor when you're, like, some... Like, the first comment I saw on Ping's original tweet about that showed what Tony said was just, like, some comedian magician who was like, you're not actually a comic if you were offended. Like, <laughs> so you're a magician? Dude, I would punch a magician in the face if he was like, you're not a real comic. I'm like, I'm going to fucking commit murder against you. <laughs> this is, like, I, not related to the pot, but I would tell you the time I, like, decided I didn't want to be, like, a road comic. Like, that's not the path I wanted to take. Have I told you guys that story? I don't think so. It was my friend Javi. Uh, his, he had his first hosting week, and he was hosting for this ventriloquist slash magician. Slash comic. And uh, his closer was this bit. He had this alien puppet named Kremlin. <laughs> it was just this fucking shitty little. It was like a frog puppet that he like taped fucking antennas to. It was this weird little puppet. And his closing bit was he's like, uh, Kremlin does songs from yesteryear. And I'm going to run through from the fucking 50s to now. And he called it Kremlin Oki. And it was just him like pointing to the sound booth. And then playing like Hound Dog by Elvis or like a BG song and him just like lip syncing with the puppet. Well, he just stood there and was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like he wasn't doing ventriloquism. That was like his closer. And uh, that made me sad. But then afterwards, he was like, it was Halloween and he was like, hey, what are you guys doing? What are you guys getting into tonight? You guys are young. What are you doing? And uh, my friend couldn't say nothing to him because he had to work with him for, like, the rest of the week. So he was like, fuck, okay, we're going to some party. Do you want to go? And we took him to this party with us. And as we're driving there, he was like, yeah, I'm glad to get out and hang out with, like, fellow comics. Like, I have a rough life. Like, my son's, like, in an iron lung back home. And I don't know what else to do with my life. Like, this is the only thing I can make money at. So I have to do this, even though, like, my heart's not in it. He goes, yeah, I just want to go in and get some pussy. And I was like, don't do that. These are like my friends at this. He's like 20-year-olds at this party. Don't do that. Please, just be the puppet guy on the corner and, like, leave everyone alone. And he got really drunk, and he was, like, hitting on people using the puppets. Oh. And then uh, And then he asked us if he wanted to do, like, blow in the condo with him. And was like, yeah, I'm just, like, lonely. And it's like... Man, you've already told me about your Iron Lung song and you've like hit on my 20-year-old friends and 
And that's kind of when I was like, this is not for me. I don't want to be a like a <laughs> fucking road dog, like a 50 year. <laughs> it's just. Yeah. yeah. What if you end up being the puppet magician ventriloquist guy? I wish. <laughs> I wish my, I wish I had to support my iron lung song son with my ventriloquism. <laughs> I mean that, yeah, the people defending Tony Hinchcliffe thing. I mean, like, a lot of people listen to his podcast, right? So there's a revenue stream there. Well, it's hard for me to be not be cynical about like people, you know, going like after this and trying to talk about it with those people. There's also this like really weird thing that like it happens a lot on like Twitter, where people are just like stand up comedy like groupies. Where there's just people that like a specific comedy podcast and like defend the host of this comedy podcast and like will like dox people who are like, yeah, this podcast sucks. It's like a very weird thing. Like people that have no interest in doing comedy but are like, you know, like a diehard Big J. Okerson fan. It's like. Like how someone would be about like Metallica or like the Creedful Dead. They're like for this like comedian who wears fingerless gloves. <laughs> I feel like some of those people do want to be comedians. Yeah, fair. You know, the, there's like attributes to, you know, these people that they think is cool, like fingerless gloves and shit. <laughs> and the N-word. Yeah. There's all those things living they in wish fucking they could do. Brooklyn, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, another weird thing that like came out from this is a friend of the pod, Theo Vaughn, who you can listen. Oh yeah. One of our first episodes was like mostly about how dumb he is. Like we spent a good chunk of the episode just like laughing at how fucking stupid and unfunny Theo Vaughn is. Um, tweeted, yeah. uh, I get snitch culture is how you get clout and stand up comedy now. And it's kind of like, and then that kind of made me think, cause like he's, these guys have this, these guys are all like gatekeepers of comedy, right? Like they decide yeah. quote unquote, who's a real comic and who's not a real comic. They Theo Vaughn's from will perform right before them at the <laughs> local comedy gig. But Theo Vaughn's from the real world. He's like a reality TV guy. He's these guys to shit on. Joe Rogan, they're fucking like alpha. They're they're daddy. He's a reality TV show guy. Like, and if yeah. you read the comments of like the of like Peng's video, there's like a bunch of them that are like, Yeah, I don't think Tony's stand up's funny. I just really like him on podcasts. He's a good podcast guest. And like if people don't like your comedy then you're not a real comic. If your fans are like, yeah, we just like the racism this guy says on like podcasts. Then you're not like a real comic. <laughs> you're... I do like the idea though. These people buying tickets to see his stand-up show because he was a good <laughs> podcast guest. Not because they think he's funny, but like, well, and it's not like <laughs> they do it on a whim. You know what I mean? It's not like, Oh, I heard this guy on Marin. Let's see. He's at like, I don't know the laughing potato in Idaho. And they go see him and he's like some like weird alt-right guy. These people, like, know, they're like, yeah, I don't like his comedy, but I keep going to it because I like his podcast. <laughs> it's so weird. It's, but it's so weird that they're like, 
Yes, we are the gatekeepers of who is and who isn't a comic. Well, half of you reality TV stars, half of you people just like your Nazi podcast. I think you suck at stand-up. Right, and all these people are too are not famous because of stand-up comedy. Yeah, they're famous. Not even in the slightest. Like, you said the reality TV show, but Rogan wasn't famous on the reality show or stand-up. It was the podcast. Right. And, like, these people like to give, like, wrestler shit. They like to give, like, Mick Foley shit for doing, like, stand-up, and it's like, I don't know, man. I've been watching like a lot of like old like wrestling promos and like fucking Dusty Rhodes stuff just to be like as examples for how to like perform as I'm like getting back into performing. And it's like, well, they have like, they're very charismatic on the mic and it's like, you're so much better than like a fucking Tony Hitchcliffe or like (laughs) probably a Rogan at comedy. I don't know. I've never seen Rogan. The comedy I have seen of Rogan is him. Just being like, what's to do with, like, whales having pussies? You ever think about that? That's weird. What do you think would be, like, to touch one of those? And it's like, you're, like, 60 years old. Why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's not a young man. Like, I would much rather pay Mick to see Mick Foley, like, tell stories about, like, being mankind than to pay Rogan and be like, you ever, like, you ever done DMT and, like, took a shit at your ass? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not something I'm into, but uh, each his own, I guess. Rogan, I pray for you. I pray for you. I pray that you are allowed to speak in the future. And the cancel culture moms have come for you and your ilk. <laughs> Amen. Uh, did you see Marco Rubio said on 60 Minutes that we need to take a UFO threat seriously? I saw the headline. I didn't, I didn't look into it. I'm... I didn't look into it either because it's just kind of like you're Marco Rubio and you're stealing Tom DeLonge's bit. That's the only guy I listen <laughs> yeah. to about aliens is the fucking Blink-182 guy. I'm yeah, fucking... Let the Blink-182 guy talk about that. Yeah, he's like good at something. <laughs> at least he was like in a band that's good. You're Marco Rubio. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. Know. So, so what is the government like admitting there's UFOs now? Is that what's happening? I don't know. I saw something about like a lot of research into it being being performed like during the Cold War or something. Mm-hmm. So, damn, the knows? aliens are coming to do cancel culture on us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> how they're going to take out all the greats. Joe Rogan, you're next. Mm. Watch out. Joe Rogan, Tim Dillon. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you guys better watch out. The Mars attack aliens are going to come and cancel culture on you. <sighs> oh, what else were we going to talk about uh, earlier in the week? Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of wrestling, Marjorie Taylor Greene's chasing uh, AOC down the halls of uh, Senate. <laughs> Of, of uh, like, uh, like Macho Man Randy Savage, like screaming at her to debate her, <laughs> <laughs> which is cool. I mean, she's doing exactly what she campaigned on. So, have you heard the weird thing that, like, her dad might be some like wrestler who like fucked her mom when she was a teenager and like ran out? Some like semi famous wrestler. It's like a thing that is apparently like very credible. 
Oh shit! I I know I did not hear about that. What? Yeah, I don't think he's like a huge outside of. He's not like a Hulk Hogan type guy, but people like know who this wrestler is. And apparently, Bartrude Taylor Green might be his like Ill- illegitimate daughter, which is kind of cool. Shit. It all kind of makes sense now. Yeah, we should only have wrestlers in Congress and Senate. I mean, what's his face in Minnesota? Kane. He was governor. Was it no, Kane? No. Oh no, Jesse Ventura. Yeah, Jesse yeah. Ventura. The body. <laughs> Minnesota's a wild state. <laughs> Jesse I Ventura mean, and they had Al Franken. The <laughs> fucking. What's going on in that state? Better. Yeah. What? Was, what the fuck was going on over there? They arrest, yeah, they elect the guy from uh, Predator to be their governor, and then they elect the guy from uh, Stewart Saves His Family and <laughs> to be a senator. <laughs> Al Franken's one of the guys who watches the principal from um, Breakfast Club get fucked by a gorilla in training places. And he, and he was a senator, <laughs> so. And he. How many movies does that happen in? Does somebody have sex with a gorilla? I think I it's like a pretty... A of... I feel like it's a pretty like common bit. Yeah. yeah. Did it happen in Mighty Joe Young? Yeah, that's what the movie's about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why he was so mighty, Kenny. Because he was it fucking... Does it? Yeah. There's so that's many true. like weird butt things with animals in those movies. I don't know. He comes out of butts. He's going into butts. Who knows what's going on with Ace Ventura. Jim yeah, he, he, you're right. He does get in and out there. It's fucking... Classic comedy scene. I laughed yeah. hard at it when I was like... Third. I haven't seen that movie since I was like 12, but... I'm sure it's still live at. You can watch the YouTube clip of him coming out of the butt. Um... No, I, I need the full context of the movie. I need all the build-up to... I want to watch that scene. Just yeah, it's, a, it's an important scene, and it, you know, they do set it up perfectly, I think. The whole movie is a build-up to that scene. Yeah. You it's, like a score, it. it's like a Scorsese movie. It like slowly, slowly, slowly builds. And, well, not Scorsese. It's more like, like the guy who did Hereditary, where it's like this slow, tense build until it gets to the elephant ass scene. Yeah, and then there's another hour of the movie after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd I mean, be a cool way to make an entrance, though, for Marjorie Taylor Greene in Congress. Just like a fake rhino comes in. Oh, if she does the Ace Ventura thing, I'd vote for. Her if she like had someone like roll out like an elephant, like a fake elephant, and then the Ace Ventura thing. And then if she also, well, she came out of the butt and she was in full the mask makeup. It was like smoking, and then <laughs> and then pointed AOC and went liar liar, <laughs> and then uh, if she did that, I'd vote for her. Trying to think of <laughs> other things Jim Carrey has been in. <laughs> Bruce Almighty. <laughs> that one also has another ass monkey thing. What what? what? Bruce Almighty has another. What? What happens? Bruce? Kenny. Oh yeah, Bruce Almighty. He, he makes like a monkey, monkey come out of a cholo's <laughs> asshole. Yeah, that's a bit in that movie. I like that this is something that Kenny 
just back of the hand can just reference different movies off the top of his head. This, these are the, <laughs> the the weird monkey sex scene. You seem to know a lot about Jim Carrey movies. <laughs> it's what I'm into, and I do research before any movie I see now. If what if Marjorie have... Taylor Greene comes out of the elephant ass, right? And she's yeah. in the mask, she goes, smoke it, and then she points at um, AOC and goes, liar, liar. And then she points at Pelosi and Schumer and goes, dumb and dumber. Right? Yeah. And then she nice. points she at she points at the television camera breath. and goes, what is this, the Truman Show? And she looks at Matt Gates and winks, because that's the house he grew up in. You know he grew up in the Truman Show house? It's real. Matt <laughs> yeah, Gates, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she goes, um, I'm here to kick ass, and I'm also here to kick ass too, because Jim Carrey was in kick ass too. <laughs> and she goes like, um, is, it, is this like a re-election thing, or is this just like a bit? No, this is her, this is her just like, she realizes it's over and she's like, I'm going to tell you how the Grinch stole Christmas. Travis is just plotting out like her whole campaign season right now. Like all so, these uh, things he's saying. Sorry, I was late. Sorry, I was late to send it. I was waiting for the cable guy to come by my house. Uh, it took him Batman forever to get there. <laughs> I mean, I, where did you come from, man? Where did you come from, man? The moon? Are you the man on the moon? Anyway, I'm here in living color at the majestic <laughs> <laughs> majestic hall of Congress. Uh to talk about this series of unfortunate events. I'm not here to have fun with Dick and Jane. Um, Horan heard something. And I said, Horan, here's a who? And then you said, yes, man. And I was like, I love you, Philip Morris. Anyway, Mr. Popper's Penguins, I yield the floor. That's her bit. And she comes back on and goes, Anchorman 2, the number 23. And they're like, is that, is that all, Miss Green? Because let me pull up his Wikipedia page. <laughs> Wait, that's her at the end. I don't know what else he's been in. But... And he's like, a Christmas carol, just like screaming. <laughs> yeah, didn't a video come out of her like in 2019 with some dude that was also like in the Capitol riot? come out where they were like looking for AOC yeah through the mailbox like, yeah they were sort of, yeah they were they were like whispering in the mailbox I'm sorry Sonic the Hedgehog that's oh, the yeah. last Jim Carrey movie oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get them all <laughs> okay so yeah she, she was with uh, someone who was at the riot yeah, in 2019. What were they doing? Yeah, they were, they were at some, I don't know, like some congressional building, wherever AOC has her office, and they were trying to get in touch with her by talking through the mailbox slit of her office door, 
Oh, cool. That's normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's very cool and normal. Uh, very normal behavior. I don't know. It. It's wild. Like I would, I would never think to do anything like that if I was there, just for fear that you know a security guard was gonna like just murk my ass for doing something stupid. So she was obviously like on her knees, like with her lips, like inside the <laughs> mail thing, right? Like the mail slots is not like eye yeah, level, not, right? It's a normal mail <laughs> slot, like you know, it's not very big. It's not like a door, doggy door, you know. It's, and she's just like putting her lips yeah. in there and being like, hey, psst. Oh, psst. Um, I need to talk to you. Alexandra. <laughs> Alexandra, I need to talk to you about. He's yeah, Ventura, she, pet detective. She wanted to talk to her about ab- abortion. Oh, just in general? Like, just was like, let's chat about it? Well, just basically, she says something like, ah, oh, this is. I want to talk to you about the state of New York just aborting so many babies. <laughs> just something wild. And they're like, yeah, all right. What state are you from? <laughs> yeah. The so state of delusion, too. right? That's AOC's little riff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's working on her next set for her next appearance on Jesus and Miro. So that's kind of how, like, Marjorie Taylor Greene started, but did you guys know that this Friday she's going to be holding a rally with uh, Matt Gates in Mesa, Arizona. Oh, Matt Gates of the Truman Show House fame? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, for the votes? So, they're still they're still on the fucking election? Yeah. Oh, that's so fucking you, cool, man. You know, you know the group, you know like the main group behind that in Arizona, they're called like the Cyber Ninjas or some fucked up, like some fucking crazy shit like that? It's like a Matrix oh, thing. <laughs> yeah, we're the cyber, we're the cyber ninjas. We're trying to make Donald Trump president. All right, I don't think that's a thing a ninja would do, but cool. Hey, I don't know. Obviously, we're doing a Matt Gates episode at some point because he's <laughs> in the group chat. I said he's either going to jail or you know it's just gonna. Keep going. He's just gonna be president or some shit one day. Those are literally the only two trajectories of him. Yeah, I mean, he could just like have a magnificent fall and he ends up living in the that convenience store that Kristen Cinema lived in. in oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, there's trading <laughs> spaces for you. Nice way to tie it back. It's not the best, really. Like, when you think about it, because Kristen Cinema still gets to be a senator, that's not cool. Yeah. We'll find something for her. We'll find some movie-related punishment for her. <laughs> that's no, how but, we solve problems here. But that's how, like, but that's the thing I was thinking about with, like, Matt Gates is, like, obviously he's a piece of shit human being. And, like, I think regardless of how he was brought up, he was going to be bad. He just seems like a person who uh, is rotten. But, like, growing up in the house from the Truban show kind of has to fuck you up a little bit, right? It's probably, like, weird to, like, I don't know, be like, hey, you want to come to a party at my house? Which house is it? You know, the one they filmed Truman Show at. Yeah. It, it seems like or it's... Or, like, uh, seeing that movie. I don't know how old he is, but probably saw that movie when he was, like, a teenager. It was like, it was what like, the fuck? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Seeing some guy live in his house. Like, does he live in it now, or does he? No, he, he grow up in it. I don't know if he grew up in it. He I know his moved. parents. Crap. I know his parents own it. I don't know if he grew up in it. Uh, <laughs> but I know his parents like own and live in the Truman Show house. So I'm just like imagining he grew up in it. I don't know. We'll do more research on him. But until we have like a solid answer, he grew up in it. Yeah, I'd like that. What happened? Didn't his friend, uh, what's his name? That Joel Greenbot? What's the guy's name? He was an, another like official, right? Yeah, he was like a tax. Yeah, some like tax guy or something yeah. in Florida. Yeah, and he like entered a plea deal. He's like, yeah, I fucked a teenager. Whoops. Yeah, it was Joel Greenberg. Yeah. He was a tax collector for Seminole County, Florida. Oh. And he, uh... All the good things. Taxes in Florida. Dude, he, he pled guilty, so they're probably gonna give him a fucking... a fucking deal, and they're gonna take <laughs> Matt Gates down. Oh, no, he's Wolf of Wall Streeting this hard. He's doing... Yeah, he's just selling everyone out. Well, not Wolf of Wall Street. Because he... I don't know. I don't know if that could happen in the movie. Besides that butthole scene. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if there was sex trafficking in the Wolf of Wall Street. No, but I'm just talking about like the thing where you just like sell everyone out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. American Gangster, he kind of did that. Yeah, the <laughs> fucking House of Cards was like, that was the whole thing, right? What, the, the Kevin Spacey thing? The Kevin Spacey thing, Starring yeah, another famous like... pedophile? Yeah. I, I don't yeah, remember, basically. honestly. I watched that show, but like I think my brain blocked it out because... Well, he like he gets all the way to being, you know, eventually being I don't know if it's vice president or president or some shit. And you know, he the whole time is like breaking the fourth wall and telling you like, I'm such a naughty idiot, ain't I? And <laughs> he's like, I get away I get away with everything, right? Like, and, what is like, he, Bugs Bunny? What are you doing? Yeah, like he, that's what that's what the whole show is. Yeah, like, I'm a little Bugs Bunny at the screen. Like, I'm a little stinker. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little stinker, ain't I? Yeah, it, that's what it is. All right. We should watch that show for the pod. No. Every episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. But that that's like what that's what this is, kind of. No, yeah, it's it's very funny because I don't know we talked a lot about movies on this, and I think a lot of these people think they're living in movies, so you think they like know the tropes of like of them. That's like kind of a trope in movies. Is there's one guy who's just like gets like really scared and uh, sells everyone else out, and it happens to all of these people. And then they're always like, yeah, what the absolutely. fuck? <laughs> I mean, good for Mad Gates, though. I like how, like, cartoonishly... It's just like, come on, man. It's gonna rule if he gets arrested. That That's gonna be so cool. And then they should arrest Tucker for whatever weird crimes he, like, admitted. Chris Tucker? Yeah. They should arrest Chris Tucker because he was on the <laughs> Epstein plane. Speaking of Epstein, um, turns out Melinda Gates left Bill Gates because he was up to no good with our old pal Jeffrey. He's not a pal. He's Jeffrey Epstein. Everybody knows who he is. <laughs> our He's pal. He's not our pal. Friend of the show. 
<laughs> friend of the show, Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. I've no, but apparently Bill, apparently Bill Gates like asked him how to get out of his marriage, which the idea of that's very funny of him just like meeting Jeffrey Epstein at like a Buffalo Wild Wings and then like having a beer and just Bill Gates being like, ah, oh, my old lady, she's up my ass again. He's like, dude, you should leave her. I have an island. Chris Tucker's doing a set there tonight. <laughs> Bill Clinton's playing the saxophone. It's tight as hell. You should just. You should just leave her, dude. I can't. I gotta work on the new Xbox. <laughs> you know you know what? Bill finally went through with it because he finally got to see Bill Clinton in a dress playing sax. And he's like, okay. Now hey, I can divorce Bill, Melinda. Bill Clinton's just like in a cage just on fire playing a saxophone like some weird like Mad Max thing. <laughs> uh, sex Island. Chris Tucker's doing an hour. Malcolm Gladwell's there telling people to I don't know what the fuck Malcolm Gladwell does. Stupid shit. He's he's the ten thousand hours guy, right? Yeah. He's telling people to, <laughs> to do crime for ten thousand hours and you'll you'll get good at it. And then everyone gets caught on like hour. Uh like the last hour they all get caught of their crimes. Retrospect, too many hours of crime. Ten thousand. <laughs> Out. <laughs> it's wow. a lot of crime to do. I mean, there's some people that really put doing, in the work, right? I, I gotta ask, is the point of doing crime to get good at it, or is it like the immediate benefits of the crime itself? Like, I, you don't rob mm, a bank to get good at robbing banks. You rob a bank for money? I think it's like an inherent thing. I think it's like, there's like the people that are like, you know, naturally good at guitar or can like paint realistic like portraits. They're just like, oh, I just know how to do this. I think you're either, like, inept at robbing banks. I don't think you can, like, practice robbing a bank. I think you're either, like, good at it or... Because if you're bad at it, you're going to get caught. Right? You have to be good at robbing a bank to, like, get away with it even one time, I feel like. Yeah, I... Well, we're talking, you know, 2021. It would... I don't see anyone becoming a professional bank heister. It'd be pretty uh, cool. I mean, it... It'd be fucking crazy. There's, you know, all this new technology, surveillance shit going on. And, Whatever. you know, there's heavy investments in that kind of stuff. So, mm. well, you've like clearly stuff. never seen the Fast and the Furious movies where they do a bank heist, <laughs> idiot. Yeah, well, if you crash, you know, a, a fucking tank into a bank, yeah, you can steal it. Sure. Epstein probably had access to tanks. <laughs> you probably get a. I mean, I can't imagine you didn't have like a tank guy on speed dial. He that was a Wall Street guy, right? If though, if anybody yeah. was like funding the Fast and the Furious heist, nope, it was probably no, 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 no. no. Yeah, We're moving yeah, on. Yeah, we're moving FD on. We're moving on. You're funded. not. You're not going to do this. <laughs> you're not going to do this. No, you're. You're not allowed Jeffrey to do this. No, 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 no. No, 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 no,
Joe Biden approved a $735 million uh, weapons deal to Israel. Which, uh, I yeah. don't know. Seems cool, right? It seems like he's on the right side of this conflict. You yeah, know, the well, most liberal I mean, president. The yeah. guy who was going to bring communism to America. Hey. Is somehow on the same side of this conflict as uh, Ben Shapiro and uh, Prager U. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is on top of, you know, regular military spending that goes to Israel. So this is, you know, sort of like a bonus check for uh, a country that is currently mired in ethnic cleansing. So it's a complicated uh, issue, though. Yeah, that's what a lot of people have been saying. But uh, there's also a lot of people saying that it, it really isn't. Yeah, no, yeah, most people, <laughs> I mean, unless you're Ben Shapiro, who Ben Shapiro thinks everything's complicated. He doesn't know how pussies work. Ben Shapiro doesn't know how pussies work. How are we supposed to expect to know how, like, Middle Eastern conflicts work? Get real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's obviously, I don't know, man. It's there's a disproportionate amount of money behind one side versus the other. There's one that's completely allowed to just have, you know, its own like set of apartheid laws like imposed because, you know, they have the IDF, uh, which is, you know, everybody talks about how the Israeli, you know, military is like top notch and shit like that. Um, so you know, they they throw a lot of money at military yeah. spending, is what I'm saying. Don't, and a lot of it's coming from the U.S. I I don't know too much about this, but isn't there, like, a lot of, like, police training and stuff that comes from the IDF? Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's, like, one of the key things. I think if you uh, don't fuck with the police and you think that, you know, there's too much money in policing, um the military is obviously an extension of that. Uh, we're, you know, a lot of people refer to the U.S. as the world police, right? So yeah. it's one of those things that's just kind of established, you know, uh, American supremacy in the Middle East is absolutely, you know, part I... of that extension is Israel, right? Like, those are that's our ally. We never say anything bad about them, that we always let them do whatever they want. And then we were like, hey, I don't know, maybe stop fighting. But that's about it, right? While we also, like, funnel yeah, extra money on top of, like, hey, stop fighting. Wink, wink, here's more, <laughs> more, here's money. more money and weapons. Yeah. And I, I will say it's been pretty, I mean, it's expected, but pretty gross to see how, like, most mainstream news outlets have quickly forgotten about the evictions that were happening, have forgot about the assault on the Al-Aqsa Mosque and have now just, like, been showing, like, on-repeat video of Hamas launching rockets. Like, yeah. It's crazy over there. Like, okay, but, like, Israel, like, just the other day blew up, like, Al Jazeera and Associated Press offices. For... And and didn't it come out? I yeah. didn't, like, look into it really deeply, which I probably should have, but wasn't it, like, the wrong office? Like, the wrong building, well, too? So Every, this is uh, they this just is, kind of blow yeah. up everything. I think that they yeah. the lip, uh, this is you know 
I can't say for a hundred, but they definitely deliberately blew up that fucking press building. Oh no, no, absolutely. So the way it works is that Israel will like call whoever the owner of the building is. Because uh, I listened to one of, I think one of the Al Jazeera uh, reporters being interviewed about this. But like they will call whoever like owns the property, and they're gonna be like, "Hey, you all have an hour to get out." And then they send like a warning, like shot, yeah. like a missile that's like. That's you what know, the Joker does. You have an hour to evacuate. The... Yeah, yep. I mean it's fucking nuts, man. Like it. <laughs> Benjamin like... Netanyahu is essentially <laughs> the Joker. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's Joker, fucking huh? nuts the way it works. You know, obviously there's all these rules of engagement and you know like how you're supposed to conduct yourself on the battlefield or whatever. Like everything's standardized now. Because um, humans have got enough practice at this kind of stuff, um, so you have to put rules. But um, what's wild too was that they what they were basically saying that there was a Hamas like sympathetic like group or something in that building. Like they basically just said Hamas was in that building. But um yeah, I mean the Associated Press and Al Jazeera I think it was the Associated Press that basically said like um uh, we want you to confirm like you need to send us like credible sources to confirm that because like we spend most of our time in those buildings. That's we don't know anyone that's connected to that and, and the- and then what did they send them? Just like a piece of paper, with like it was hum it was Hamas that was there written in crayon on it. Is that the confirmation? <laughs> I, I mean, th- that's what's crazy too is that even when they hit the target that they were supposed to hit, like you're, like the Gaza Strip's not that big. You fucking very bomb urban. someone. Yeah, oh. it's a very urban. <laughs> well, it's like, like that you- thing that like America does where we like drone strike a wedding and it's like. Well, we wanted to kill this one guy. He was ISIS, and it's like, well, you killed like thirty-seven kids, and they're like, whoop, whoops. Yeah, like yeah. you're dropping bombs in like crowded. That that has like, also been like the crazy urban hubs. Israel, Israel's defense for their high body count has always been, well, Hamas is hiding behind. Like where the where else would you like Hamas to attack you from? That's not. Gaza, <laughs> like that's if they're anywhere, that's that's where they are. What? It's not a good reason to like blow the shit out of a. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, there's also the fact that you know, like, I don't know, people have been talking about the evictions, but it's also you know just sort of like a mass, like settler like expansion tactic right they there are actual like israeli settlers coming into people's homes and shit and they will like throw stuff at people or you know just like throw them out and they're they're like this is my house now it's fucking insane like there was a video of some like fucking redheaded dude with like a brooklyn accent being like this is my fucking house (laughs) and like in israel he was like wearing, yeah, it was fucking weird. And there was a woman just screaming at him like, no, this isn't your house. We've lived here for decades. I was like, if I don't take it, someone else is going to take it. So I'm taking it. But they're liberal, though. Yeah. <laughs> Israel, it's the yes. most, it, they're the most liberal, uh, yeah, <laughs> in the Middle it's East. the only democracy. Yeah. I mean. Based off that weird war it. criminal general in that Prager U video. 
it's the weird thing though is like it's not like they hide it. Like that's just been like especially uh, Netanyahu and the Likud parties stated like they want a Jewish state, the Jewish ethno state. That right. means that means pretty on its face what it means. No Palestinians. Yeah. Well, um, I think we're kind of wrapping up here. Um, real quick, did you know Candace Owens' husband is the CEO of Parlor now? Whoa! So congrats to him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to close on this. Um, so our good buddy, great friend, actually, he funds the podcast. Uh, Elon Musk, full name elongated Muskogee. It's his birth name. Uh, hosted SNL a few weeks ago. And uh, Amador, I don't know if you got a chance to watch any of the clips. Uh, did you? Yeah, I, I did. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to play my favorite clip from the episode now. Just to close this out. You guys ready? I'm going to play his monologue. So it's going to be long. It's his whole monologue. Uh, here we go. And uh, yeah, I think I think that's the episode. I don't know what else to say. Elon did good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> good episode. Best episode <laughs> in the history of the show. I think. I mean, it's fun to watch. You know, people not be funny. It's good. It's my favorite like thing it. in comedy, honestly. Which is why it's, it's yeah. fun. I love to watch people fucking be bad at comedy. It's it's the best when someone just eats shit in front of you. It's so fun to watch. And uh, he did that for an hour and a half. And uh, he ate shit so bad that his cryptocurrency fucking tanked. And then he came out and was like, actually, uh, crypto, it's not, uh, it's not super good for the environment. So I don't know if I like it. More or less, right? Uh, did he say that? Well, he, he's coming out now and saying like it's not green after saying it was green. So, I don't know. He's up to something, but I'm, I don't know. I don't care what he's up to. Um, I do care, but I don't want to, like, read into it because it bums me out. So, I'm just sticking with he ate shit so hard at comedy that he had to change his whole life. He's good now because he bombed. He's a monk now. He gives up all his earthly possessions and is working it's on his a set. Cure-all. Yeah, he's working on his set now. It, yeah, it's a cure-all, you know, he did really bad, but you know what, one day at a time, write a line here or there, maybe you'll come up with some gold. I believe in you, Elon. Yeah, get get Tony Hitchcliffe and Joe Rogan and Tim Dillon and Louis Gomez in a room and, you know, workshop some stuff, dojo it out, and, uh, there you go. Know, you'll have you'll have a tight three before you know it, bud. I believe in you. Put in those 10,000 hours and stop living in Austin. More importantly, put in those 10,000 hours somewhere else. Um, yeah, we'll be back, I think, Thursday with an episode on, what are we doing, what are we doing, uh, Pastor Hagee? 
Maybe we could. I I think it's. And a depending, good idea. we have a guest we're trying to get for that, uh, so that could be good. But uh, yeah, we'll be back to talk about that Thursday. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at spindocpod.com. I don't know how our community's doing because everyone got banned. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> purging, <laughs> like we said, our uh, most of the people drawn to our Facebook page, which Kenny paid money for to promote, was all like weird people who were furious at us that we didn't say nice things about Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, Kenny tried recruiting, recruiting like some media stream of libertarian fucking psychos. And they just screamed at us. The most we got screamed at is that episode that we shit on, uh, Brian Callen. <laughs> Right? That was weird. Those are the people. See, comedy fans are psychos. They really are. <laughs> They're they really are. <laughs> I also made the unfortunate logo that I need to change that makes it look like we're all friends. Right. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, our entire audience is cultivated by accident. And it's yeah. definitely my fault for this. <laughs> yeah, so if you're listening to this, stop listening to it. We don't want you. <laughs> what a better audience. Um, yeah, you can send us an email if you have a topic we want to talk about. If you want to yell, us, yell at us for getting something wrong or missing a Jim Carrey movie, uh, we have an email at spindocpod at gmail.com. And until next time. Why so serious? All right, goodbye.